Hey, welcome to episode 93 of True North Confidence Podcast. Just another quick tune-up here, and uh, it's about making progress and addressing the weak parts of your game that aren't serving your ultimate goals. And it could be something as big or as something as you perceive as little like self-talk. Negative self-talk is probably the number one killer of confidence because nobody's going to be harder on you than you. So during the season, you want to be doubling down on your strengths. But if you have this crippling weakness and it's a single point of failure, uh, which is your negative self-talk, the science behind that is really simple. They've done studies on electrical activity in the brain when you think of something negative and they've measured it that it's four to seven times more powerful than a positive thought. And then when you give that negative thought power by saying it out loud, it gives it 10 times the power. So in theory, outward bound negative self-talk is killing your confidence from a science standpoint. It's easy to see and understand that simple math of when you say something out loud, it gives it power. And with knowing that we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, a good chunk of those are self-talk thoughts and negative self-talk thoughts. So if you would imagine those to be like vehicles and you're standing in traffic, you have 60 to 80,000 cars and over half of them are trying to kill you or hit you. You know, this is about stepping outside of those thoughts, taking stock, just like the last episode, this is a build off of that, taking the last step and and expanding on it and and labeling through what the traffic is and which ones are trying to kill you which thoughts are reoccurring the most and which ones are leading to a negative self talk that's killing your game even more and killing your vibe killing your frequency i guarantee you it's killing your performance your sleep and how much of the day if you were just to do the math like we talked about in last episode if you were to just do the math you'd probably have a very clear understanding of all right, I'm awake 16 hours a day. I think about this every waking hour. Oh my gosh, what could I do with 10 minutes out of every hour that was focused on my growth or my meditation or my sleep or my eating or just a part of my game that I needed to address? So progress starts by telling the truth. And it's time to tell the truth about the parts of your game that aren't killing you. And I guarantee you it has to do with taking things personally that's affecting your confidence, looking at points to see the validation that you're doing a good job. Guarantee you're still validating whether you played good or not, well, whether you're on the stat sheet and getting a point. I guarantee you're still checking dash ups and all that kind of stuff. So at the end of the day, it's it's not hard to see which part of your game that you're looking at, that you're overthinking, that you're worrying, and that you're doubting, and then that's killing your confidence. And then you say it out loud and boom, you just make it real. So it's not hard to get there. You can literally worry yourself to death. So knowing that scientifically, there's a process that happens in our brain when we have a negative talk or negative thought that leads to negative self-talk. So we know that it's not just my opinion and there's science behind all the stuff that we talk about here because I think it's fun and I hated science as a kid and I failed all the science classes, but I think understanding how to change a tire and exploiting that is so much more fun than just kind of guessing what's going on with your owner's manual. So when you understand how your brain works, how thoughts lead to emotions, lead to neurochemical responses, and then your belief and the action behind that belief anchors that and essentially creates a memory. And you could replay that same CD or that same memory over and over and over again. And so I'm asking you to just change the CD. 
you know, pull it out, change the song, update your software, however you want to reframe it for yourself. <clears throat> what you're doing isn't working and old habits are not opening up new doors for you. And I know it's not easy, but if you're playing a high performance game, it's not supposed to be easy. And I'm sorry that all the hard work that you put into and all the money that you spent on the best trainers and skates and sticks and all that kind of stuff isn't really going your way because you're still validating your confidence on a result. You're not buying into the process and seeing that this is just part of growth. This is a part of the game. How you manage these downs will determine of how long your ups last. It's really that simple. And so take stock of where you're at, high or low, and here's a really simple, 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 scalable way to manage and be self-aware your emotions. And that's, um, am I in a state of love or am I in a state of fear? Because the chances are if you're in a state of fear, your doubt, worry, all that other stuff, that comes with a ne negative neurochemical response. And then if you choose to believe what's going around you, like I hear a lot of guys thinking their coaches hate them because they don't talk to them every two seconds. You know, or their GM walks by them and they're afraid of them. It's it's not about that. You're you're part of a team. You're there because you earn the opportunity. Don't take yourself out of the date, essentially, before you even get there. And then these guys are like, wow, he wasn't who I thought he would. He can't play at this level. I see lots of guys. You hear it all the time. They just can't compete because they can't get out of their own head. They got all the skill and talent in the world. Everything's been set up for them to be successful, and they can't maintain confidence <clears throat> because of sense of entitlement that they should be on the first line in their first year it doesn't always happen like that you know for the norm unless you're the anomaly and you can do that and they're dogging you and you think that they don't see your skill well then just prove them right and it shows up in practice that's where it shows up everyone thinks that trust is built in games 100 I, I don't disagree but when i see a guy after he's had a bad game and i see him in practice and he's first in line in drills he's competing it looks like he's in flow state in practice and he wants to improve i'm not going to reconvict an innocent guy if he's already making the changes on what he needed to address and unfortunately probably depending on where you're playing right now you're not getting the level of communication that you're used to or that you need and that's just part of it it sucks the, there's a lot of recycling bin of old coaches who don't want to give you context and instead of taking a fourth line or not or getting taking a healthy scratch as a demotion you know they want to see that you can take it as a good teammate and you know be the best at filling water bottles or whatever that is for you guys if you're in junior a pal packing the bus whatever it is whether you're a rookie or a vet it doesn't really matter um, they see it as an investment and if you're if the return on the investment isn't clear and you don't have the confidence to do it, they're just gonna take you out or restrict your minutes and then you're just creating an endless cycle of killing your own confidence by overthinking and worrying and not showing up in practice, not being the glue guy, just kind of moping and I don't know, I wouldn't bet on a guy who's got bad body language and your dopamine is tied to your body language too. So that's one thing that guys often forget and it's the first thing the coaches notice is when you're want to go out there and you're not out there for whatever reason you're dejected so to speak um it really just comes out in your body language first and then i'm looking at the bench stand on the bench thinking is this guy gonna score us a goal and win the game probably not so let's see you bite down on your mouthpiece and get serious and get over yourself quicker your ability to reset between a bad shift instead of just having a bad game you want to shrink that down to bad period and then just a bad shift and you can kind of reset from there but it starts with practice and and treating practice like a game it's not very much different than a game. You're in a drill. You're usually in a drill with your line mates. The drill's around the length of a shift in some sequence, some form or fashion. 
and then you go back at the back of the line and then you take a breath just like you're on the bench. So use this time to breathe and reset. There's some really easy breathing exercises out there on YouTube and all over the place. I work on that with my clients, but I'm trying to give away some of the stuff for free. Obviously, I sell the implementation side, but I think giving away the secrets for free is a great way to help people. And this is just some of the surface level stuff that I work on with clients. Um, and uh, everybody goes through it. And that's the tough part is like, you're not special in that way. Everyone goes through a point where they're not the guy anymore, where they're in a slump, girlfriend dumped them, school sucks, parents are on your ass, car ride home sucks all of that kind of stuff it's 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 pretty common so you know this is where you build up that mental muscle that muscle memory of just being resilient getting over things quicker and just regardless of what's going on in your external environment having the ability to just consistently repeat the things that you know serve your game and serve your needs and serve your talent because chances are there's something that you're doing that's not fully maximizing your talent i would say if i had to guess it's a couple of things one of them would probably be your phone, managing distractions, social media, comparing yourself to others, worrying about what other people think, judging other people. If you took away half, or if you took away those three things, worrying about what other people think, judging other people, and uh, caring about just the overall, I would say the overall message of what somebody's gonna think of you if you fail or any of that stuff. I will tell you, I just talked with a client this yesterday, I will tell you that I mean, Queen Elizabeth died. Do you hear anybody talking about her anymore? Not really. You can do some wonderful things and be easily forgotten. So when you think like, oh, I'm just going to quit or I'm a big deal or I'm just not going to show up, they'll get their attention. Chances are they've already looking to replace you. It's kind of that way. And once you treat it like a business and invest in yourself like businesses do, invest in your mental toughness, invest in the tools that are going to get you there, not just physical training because you know what it's like to be in shape and have no confidence. So double down and invest in yourself and show the returns. But if you stop worrying about what other people think, comparing yourself to other people and judging other people, that's honestly a magic pill for hyper-focusing on your own on your own skill set. It really is. Because then you think about what other people think, which is why my company motto is fuck them. Because I used to care what people think and then people doubted me and oh, I've been a, man, I've been a long shot my whole life. But I just don't care anymore because it doesn't really move the needle for me and what I touched on yesterday is my family, my faith, my fitness, or my finances. Like, I don't really care what you think of me. And I have so much respect for myself that why would I care about anything that doesn't do that? And I'm not generally around people that, you know, don't want other people to do well. And I think that's a tough part about this part of the game too, is growing up and not knowing, uh, not knowing where you stand with other guys aren't really talking about it. Um, to other people, you're not talking to your parents about it, you don't want to look weak to coaches, you know, everyone's going through something. Um, and I think in terms of just giving you some really quick tools here before we wrap up and trying to keep these under 15 minutes or less. So what does this all mean, Derek? Why are we going on about this kind of stuff? Well, here it is. Think of your performance and your recipe or and your life like a recipe. Your grandma, your mom's cooking, whoever, they're consistently repeating the same thing, right? And that's the ingredients for the dish. They've got instructions, step-by-step -step cooking instructions, the time and temperature, the servings, the cookware and equipment, the preparation time, how hard it is. Those are the ingredients that produce a, a recipe or that was what produced a recipe so that you can consistently have cinnamon buns that taste the same. 
So it's not much different in your game. And so I figured I'd wrap this up with def just defining what an elite mental performer is so you can see what the benchmark is. So I made some notes here and I'll do it really quick. An elite mental performer is an individual who consistently demonstrates exceptional cognitive and psychological abilities in their chosen field or pursuit, i.e. hockey. These individuals excel in various domains such as sports, academic, business, or the arts due to their superior mental skills and capabilities. While there is no university or universally accepted definition, elite mental performers typically exhibit the following characteristics, okay? So if you got a pen or your notes or just save this somehow, they have consistent excellence. They consistently achieve outstanding results, often surpassing the performance of their peers and competitors. Mental toughness means they pose a high degree of mental resilience, enabling them to withstand pressure, setbacks, and challenging without losing focus or motivation. Exceptional focus. I'll say that again. Exceptional focus. They can concentrate intensely on their tasks, maintaining their attention and blocking out distractions for long periods of time, like social media, like looking at your stat line on elite prospects. They have amazing adaptability. The best athletes can do fourth line, first line, lots of minutes, no minutes. You need me to block shots, eat pucks, whatever it is. The best guys are Swiss Army knives and adaptability means that you're open to change and continuously seek ways to improve and innovate. They can adjust their strategies and techniques as needed to be competitive and achieve their goals. They're always learning, meaning they're always working with guys like me and uh, whether it's YouTube or podcasts or seeking resources to have a better shot, to be more pliable, have more mental resilience, sleep better, whatever. So their growth and mindset activities pursue opportunities for learning and personal development. They're extremely disciplined. They exhibit strong self-discipline no phones no booze any of that stuff and they adhere to rigorous training regimens study schedules and work routines you see it like guys like tom brady you see guys like Sidney crosby guys who just train and have a whole nother level and this is their sole focus they have amazing motivation and are goal orientated and so they're motivated individuals that want to pursue challenging goals in the first place they're efficient at problem solving, meaning they excel at solving complex problems, making quick decisions and adapting to changing situations. Think of how that correlates to being on the ice. And lastly, they exhibit amazing leadership and decision making. In, in most cases, elite performance demonstrate leadership qualities and abilities to make critical decisions under pressure and it's something to watch you guys all know somebody and maybe that's you who's just a dominant leader in that way and they can just put it together and lead and say let's go versus staying in their problems and not switching to the solution based uh, thinking that's required to dominate at that side so just a quick recap if you think of it this way resilience and mental toughness focus and concentration adaptability and continuous learning with leadership that's really what it is and these traits often work in combination, creating an amazing, powerful synergy that enables individuals to reach a pinnacle um, in whatever their chosen pursuits. And additionally, their other traits like self-discipline, motivation, and growth mindset always play a significant role in the success of these elite mental performers. So that's I guarantee that's probably the part of your game that you're missing right now. And this is just meant to give you some of the ingredients for you to make your own recipe and keep in mind, if you overcook that recipe, you can burn it and ruin it. You add too much salt. So it's a fine-tuning thing, but at least starting with a base, the cornerstones of knowledge required 
to to do that, seeking additional knowledge, and again, like yesterday, acting on knowledge, which is which is wisdom. So take this information, chew the meat, throw away the bones, make it your own, and fucking do something with it because it sucks to be no not confident. And you tell me or name somebody that you know that complains about being super confident in their life going really great. So we'll end on that. All I ask of you, just share this comment, like it, whatever. I just want this in the hands of people who really, really need it. And that's the only way this thing grows. I don't try to sell you guys anything. I'm not promoting anything. I don't take on ads or sponsors or anything like that. And uh, I've rejected those because it's just, this is just here to help. And I didn't want help to cost anything. But if I can ask you for a small favor in five seconds out of your day, just share it or follow it or, or rate this podcast. Just do something real fun and simple and get it in the hands of other people. Thanks.